Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. you're ready for this are you two words for you super powers well welcome 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 to riverdale roundup <laughs> yeah we're a week and a half late and 20 dollars short but yeah. i'm here with jeff jeff how are you doing i'm doing great i mean worse since seeing those episodes but better Why in you other say ways worse like that because it hurts it hurts my brain it hurts my heart it's the best show on television and well... it punishes me for loving it <laughs> sorry to be late guys um we we're trying to struggle to figure out MJ's schedule, and now here we are, just going to do a Riverdale roundup. Yeah. of you know two who doesn't have episodes. kids and is going to grad school? Another one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to watch two hours of <laughs> absolute bullshit gobbledygook. Uh, we are back. So if you guys remember, let's go back in time a little bit. Mm-hmm. The last five episodes were in Rivervale, yes. which is the alternate universe, but. Somehow, and you know what? I'm really glad that it did clarify it. And it's one of the only things I think Riverdale's ever clarified is that it has opened up some sort of portal and now magic does exist in Riverdale. All of the other shit didn't happen. Yes. All, forget about it. It didn't happen. Nothing else that happened in Rivervale is real. Except. Except <laughs> that. Key, some key elements here. Except that an additional alternate version, alternate universe version of Jughead was able to call through and make contact. Because the very first thing they talk about in the episode is they're sitting around the table and Betty says, I got a call. I couldn't make out the voice, but it was a man's voice and blah, 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 blah. That's right. Wait, was that Jughead? I mean, wasn't it Jughead who made the call in, in episode five? I don't remember. I, it's very hard to keep these things in your head. Thank God <laughs> Jeff is sober. Really, I think that what we need in this, and part of the problem that MJ and I have, is that both of us are huge stoners, and sometimes we both forget about things, but I forget that Jeff has a pinpoint memory. Is like that? A, like a steel trap. Yeah, like a steel trap. Pinpoint steel trap, same thing. Yeah, and I'm very scared of it. <laughs> scared of my mind. Yeah, it's just like a Black Mirror episode that I live in. 
bring up every single fight. <laughs> I don't. Siri. No, I'm talking to the Siri inside of your brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. you're welcome. <laughs> so now we're here to talk. So I guess it I guess it was Jughead that called through the alternate time zones. We're going to call it a, a time hole. He called, <laughs> called through a time hole. Are you talking about my... No, I'm not talking about... <laughs> I do lose some time in there. <laughs> um, no, this is serious. We're talking about Riverdale. <laughs> There's no sex in Riverdale. <laughs> unless you are any of the people that live in Riverdale. <laughs> and it's... I, I'm just... So I'm looking up some of the recaps right now because we watched both of the episodes back to back. We are going to talk about both of the episodes today. And yes, they do kind of run together. So if you remember at the end of season five, there was the explosion. Explosion. Hiram is now gone. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. And yes, I am jumping ahead to the end of the second episode. Yeah, so There's please don't listen to this. Don't listen any further than this if you haven't watched the first two episodes of... The, the return. Because I know that you really care about spoilers if you are yes. listening to Riverdale yeah. Roundup. Shout out to all the people who are listening to Riverdale Roundup who do not watch Riverdale. I love you people. Um, Some of the best uh reasons of why it's great to do a show with your fiance is I just took my shirt off because I was hot and I can do that. Hell yeah, you did. So I just want everyone to know <laughs> that I will be doing the rest of this episode shirtless. <laughs> so I don't think... There is no way that Hiram Lodge is dead. There's no I way Hiram Lodge is dead. We I didn't mean, see it happen. How many times did Hal, quote unquote, die? And he never died. Okay, you say that. However, Hal did, quote unquote, die. Now we saw him die. Sure, but how long did that take? So like... Seasons. I know. I mean, like, this was the same thing I was saying when I was watching Game of Thrones, too. Like, you don't think a character is actually dead until you've seen the corpse. And, like, you, sometimes you just don't see the corpse and then the show ends. And you're just like, oh, they're actually dead. You don't know that they're fully dead until the series finale. I want to watch the light leave his eyes. <laughs> I will. I, I, I refuse to accept it being real until I see him dead. Well, then you need the same sort of proof of death that Veronica does. Oh, don't even get me started. Okay, now I'm sorry. I'm just completely jumping in. We're, we're not, we, have, we need to talk about the superpowers. So. So, explosion. Explosion, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, but how did you survive? How many times did they say, but how did you survive? Exactly, yes. I think it was the entire episode, and Archie's like, I don't know, just like laid on top of her, like we'll make it out. Yeah, I'll first he says that we like went, like I, or we ran downstairs when we hit underneath the table, and then his, and then Uncle Daddy takes him to the house, shows him that he would be dead if he was under that table, and was like, you're full of shit, Archie. You're full of shit. I maintain that I dislike Uncle Daddy. I still don't care for him. I, he'll never be Fred. No, he'll never be Fred. He is technically one of the few responsible adults left, but isn't he still a prison escapee? Sure. Like that conviction doesn't go away just because sure. you started helping with your nephew's construction company. I mean, where company. was Percival Pickens before he got to town? But we're not at Percival Pickens not yet. Not just yet. So... Archie and Betty and Jughead were all in the same, excuse me, and Bingo. And Bingo. Bingo the dog, whose all four legs were broken in the accident. Mm -hmm. But. That's 28 legs and dog legs. <laughs> Baby. 
no, Bingo's fine. Don't worry. Everybody's fine because they all have superpowers now. <laughs> they don't know it until they start noticing little things. Like Archie realizes he's gained 20 pounds in a week. Oh, no. I actually wrote this down because um, he says, I gained 30 pounds in a week. And I just thought back to the holiday season. It was like, 30 pounds in a week sounds like uh, a, a light week. I'm <laughs> overweight. I should stop eating so much. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Sticking the landing over here. Nailed it. Master comedians. <laughs> I love you, baby. Love you. <laughs> no, so now Archie's getting all fat, but it's not fat, it's muscle. He just yeah. he just says, I'm denser. I'm like, you were pretty dense to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and now also Betty, because of the explosion, we don't know why, has Real murder vision. I have been saying murder vision for years. Well, she had murder vision before. Remember when she got all squibblies? She would get squibblies. She would like manifest her dark Betty serial killer genes. Well, that was serial killer genes. It's different than murder vision. But the but serial killer genes was part of the reason why she had her murder vision. But now the murder vision. Murder vision begats murder visions. And yes. now she has literal visual murder visions. Well, not literal because if you think about it, it's threat vision draft because uh. she only sees the things that are threats to her and they like they put off a red aura yeah i get it like That's... the random nurse she saw at the hospital who <laughs> killed another nurse yeah exactly there's it's... so much murder in this small town it's shocking on top of this Jughead loses his ability to hear. This whole episode, in the first episode, it was genuinely just upsetting. It was crazy. It was it was him trying to cope with the fact that he lost his hearing in the explosion. And even though Betty and Archie, and then we find out Bingo have superpowers now. <laughs> Bingo, the invincible dog. <laughs> I can't wait for MJ to find out superpowers. I just, I, I want to make them just guess before they watch the episode. Oh yeah, have MJ do some like cold predictions okay, of yeah. the next two episodes. It's gonna rule. Just to see where their mind is going to take them. <laughs> so he can't hear anything, and he goes to the doctor. He's ninety eight percent deaf in his left ear, eighty seven percent deaf in his right ear. So what does he do? He has to write about the story of the explosion because everybody needs to know about what happened on. Elm Street. <laughs> Very different kind of Elm Street in this instance. But he can't write if he can't listen to music, Jeff. I'm saying I'm making a jape, but actually this part was genuinely very sad. Yeah, it was like it was like a very serious, upsetting character arc in the middle of like, oh wow, I guess I'm Riverdale's dumbest new superhero. He <laughs> is Riverdale's dumbest new superhero because he can punch really hard. He can punch and I'm dense. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was when like they were trying to see how strong and how much he could take. Betty just got his hand in a clamp vice and yeah was like that was right it. at the beginning of like episode Woo! of the next episode was that in the next episode oh, they all run together <laughs> because while all of this is going on so what did make it through from rivervale it is the witches yes so everything that happened with abigail blossom did really happen the curse did really happen. So in this episode, Cheryl is trying to, she got out her reverse candles. And you know, man, 
you got to save those reverse candles for when you really need them. Yeah. So anyone who's looking to take care of us for our wedding, we have reversing candles <laughs> on our wedding registry. I assume we've just got a, a, a bucket full of curses waiting for us. And we're going to need. You're making you're making it light about this right now. The second you said it, I was like, should we get some reversing candles? <laughs> what if a curse gets put on us and we don't what we need to light the candles? Yeah. But then what if your young ward is inhabited by the spirit? of your ancestor and mm. keeps blowing the candles out, Jackie. It's like Very you're not even watching the interesting. show. It is interesting that you do bring that up because, yes, Britta, the young gay ward of Cheryl Blossom that lives <laughs> in her house of witches with Nana Rose, of course. Nana Rose, the most deranged face acting I've ever seen. D D Nana Rose is um, um, m rapidly becoming my favorite character. I I've always, oh, Nan I've always loved Nana, Nana Rose. Nana Rose is just like, um, that like there's like one writer in the Riverdale room who's upset with the storylines and then writes in the most like direct, annoyed uh, sounding <laughs> uh, dialogue, and they're just like, great, let's give it to Nana Rose. <laughs> so she's trying to reverse. The curse, because she also was going to, like, read about the curse. And she's like, Nana Rose, you got that paper that the curse was written down on? Goes, I burned, I burned the paper, paper because it upset you. Chaos reigns. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Is this Antichrist? It's not. It's still Riverdale. It's still Riverdale. I can't wait for them to do an Antichrist <laughs> musical episode. <laughs> Oh, God, what musical episode are they going to do this I year? Know. I am scared of it. So the reversal candles don't work because somebody keeps blowing them out. Of course, she thinks it's Nana Rose. It's not. It's her young ward who is inhabited by the ghost of Abigail Blossom. So dun, what dun, dun. does Nana Rose do? Wait, is that in the first episode? Or That's the in the first episode. episode. For, okay, so I just need to point out right here that um, when, when she realizes that she is inhabited... By Abigail By Blossom. Abigail she goes ghost. to Nan and she's like, do we need to perform an exorcism? And Abigail's curses, no. We need to be perform a banishment. <laughs> we gotta get rid of this bitch. And what does a banishment mean to Nana Rose? <laughs> it means scoop out the cursed... <laughs> Scoop it right out. And then just slap it into Cheryl Blossom's brain dish. Yeah. And now she's all full up. Yeah. I just have a question about that scene because it's Nana Blossom who is wheelchair bound. She is 300 years old. Yes. And infirm. And Cheryl, who weighs 109 pounds if she's soaking wet. Yes. Um, how did they... Um, tie up Britta, who is who was on the football team. Mm. How did they tie her up, especially when she's possessed by a evil witch? But that's the thing is that Nana Rose, I think, is much stronger than you give her credit. You know what? I think she's also much denser than you would imagine. Well, see, now I am going to um, bring that up in a little bit. Oh, because I believe it is at the end of the first episode or the second episode. Oh, yeah. No, it's part of the way through the second episode that we watched where Nana Rose slights Abigail and Abigail locks her in a room in Thornhill in a room full, full of, of hay. hay. Did Abigail bring <laughs> hay into the house just to, to me? She is filled with a lot of hatred. <laughs> so I do get it. She just wants to be full of with her lesbian hatred. lover. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I get uh, it. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is a great show. <laughs> so now Abigail 
if lives inside of Cheryl, Cheryl is no more, quote unquote. She's locked inside. She's locked inside of a mirror? She's kind of just in the walls of Thorn. No, I think that was just what Abigail sees when she looks in the mirror. She sees Cheryl freaking out. Oh, okay, because I, it seems that they put her spirit inside of that amber spider. Yeah, that'll probably be, like, the key to, like, returning Cheryl to... Because I will say, Britta ain't having it. Britta don't like Abigail Blossom. She wants Cheryl back. She is tacitly going along with all of it, though. Yeah, she. Yeah, but she's. I think that she's going to be the one that tries to undo the curse. And I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or not. Because while all of this stuff is going on, we didn't even talk about the gang war that is begun. Oh, yeah. Because Archie, now that he's super dense, went in and killed like 15 people. Yeah, so like the ghoulies. Well, let's back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Sure, 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 sure. Fangs and Tony are together. They are bisexual still. Yes. But they happen to be in a heterosexual relationship. That is not me saying this. That is one, almost an exact quote. What did they yes. say, Jeff? They, they, they brought over Kevin, because Kevin, you know, starts the Used scene, to bang fangs. Used to bang fangs. They were planning on having the baby together. And then Kevin was like, nope, fuck this. And fangs was like, all right, I guess I'm just a hot single dad. And Tony was like, well, I'm already having your baby. And we got so much in common being bi and serpents and all. Yeah. And now they're in a relationship. So yeah. they, Kevin starts the scene by saying... Something only Kevin says, which is, as you know, I've always wanted to perform on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> he's always talking about he's it. He's always talking about it. And he's going to dip out. And then Fangs and TT are like, well, we should just let you know that we're in a relationship now. But then Fangs gets to say the perfect line of just like, just so you know, we are still bisexual and proud to be part of the queer community. Which is like, and they slow it down to that cadence. So weird. Because I think the writers were terrified of like being hamstrung for, uh, I guess, erased, erasing the queer characters in the show. I so mean, they, they kind of have. And now, though, I think the, them bringing it back with Cheryl, a.k.a. Abigail Blossom, who, if you remember, used to bang Thomasina. Yes. Back in the day. So now they're bringing. So it's not like Cheryl's not just a crazy, aloof uh, witch that lives up in the hills. She's a crazy, aloof witch that lives in the hills that wants to bang Tony Topaz. And I am here for it. So she wants to get her love back. Yes, because TT is the descendant of her love from back in Thomasina. Thomasina. They're they're very vague about what year this Abigail is from. Yon in the days of yore. Yes, you you mean because she sees Fangs and remembers that. Oh God, what was his name? Fernpy. Fangs was a big Ferp. Oh God! It's something with an F. It's like Fen- Fenny, Phineas Fenley, something like that. Ferdifer. Back in the day, in the days of yore, he with was Thomasina, a pirate murderer. He was a pirate murderer, and he mi- murdered her, Thomasina. So how dare she be with this offspring, offspring, offspring of uh, fer- her murderer, her murderer, her murderer. <laughs> and they have to what? Uh, but so all of this. I think we're still blending the two episodes. Are we blending the a two little episodes? <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why did Archie kill all those ghoulies? They so- killed the ghoulies because they tried, they finally figured out that it wasn't Hiram Lodge. Well, that Hiram paid the ghoulies to plant the bomb under their bed. Yes. He gets this info from T.T. and Fangs. So he goes and he just shows up at their place and then apparently beats the shit out of every ghoulie in the state. But doesn't kill Twyla Twist. And yes, Twyla Twist is the, the new the leader head of, of the, the ghoulies. Yes, it rules. It's a great name. She's doing a great job. I'm happy for her. I love her. But I then immediately the, love her. The next scene after beating the shit out of all the ghoulies, he shows up at home and meets up with Betty and he is cartoonishly covered in blood. It looks like he ripped them apart with his bare hands. He looks like like Bruce Campbell in the first evil dead. He's just <laughs> head to toe covered in fucking corn syrup. It's, it's ridiculous. Like how have you not killed these men? No, I think he must have killed all of them. How did he get out of there alive? I don't think he killed them. The show wouldn't have Archie just like out of nowhere be murdering people off screen. They would, would they not? No, they would milk him murdering people. Come on. Oh, I just imagine him getting literally milked. I was like, well, what do you mean? They're just going to milk all over you his You're going to pay victims? for CW Plus for that. <laughs> Give it to me. I need it all. <laughs> so this this is all happening. So that was him going after them to be like, hey, guys, you tried to explode me and my girlfriend and my friend. Now we got superpowers. But why would you let anyone know that you have superpowers? Well, he didn't say I have superpowers. Um, it's he just one dude against a bunch of other dudes. Yeah, do you know how sometimes there's one dude who can beat the shit out of 15 guys without taking a lick? You know how that happens. Oh, That's real. Yeah. So what ends up happening? Twilight Twist calls up. Tony and Fangs and says, Tony and Fangs, we're now in a gang war. So it's all out war. What are they going to do with baby Anthony? Don't worry. Kevin's going to hang up his Broadway dreams for just a little while longer. And join the police force with his dad. Daddy. He's going to babysit little baby Fangs and he's going to be a cop. Yeah, he is. It's great. It's just like going and being on Broadway. You know, like being a single guy with someone else's baby and... And a cop. With your it's, ex and with, like with your ex child as well. Yeah. Cause to, like let's not forget, like, Fangs and Kevin were gonna have that baby together. Yeah. And he just fucking noped out of there. Yeah. I dude. feel like the show really glossed over that. And I think that's yucky behavior. It is yucky behavior. And also just leaving your kid with somebody else to go deal with a gang war. 
Yes. <laughs> is also kind of yucky behavior. So that is all, that's the only place that the gang war goes to in that first episode. But all this time, Veronica knows that daddy had something to do with the splogies. Yep. And so she wants to go after daddy because daddy's not, I am shocked that Mark Consuelos didn't show up for this episode. That's why I'm, I'm pretty sure there's no way he's dead. I don't know, man. It seems like they... Because how did he die, Jeff? The Russian guy shot him in the head four times and Veronica set his body on fire. put a hit out on her father, and then Reggie's dad has a heart attack. And so because Reggie's dad has a heart attack, she's like, oh, I shouldn't kill my daddy. <laughs> and then she calls the Russian murderer, and the Russian murderer's like, too bad, so sad. Too bad, real good at my job. He was very good at his job. It was a great Russian accent of mine. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, you did a lot better than I did. <laughs> so now she can't change her mind because daddy's already dead. Mm-hmm. And then, like, oh, man. Because I, I wrote this down because at the very end, like... Uh, Is it Edmosa telling her sister, because blood will have blood? No, no, no. It was that she lied to Reggie because Reggie knew about the hit. And then she comes back and she's like, I called off the hit. And so making her a murderer and a liar. Mm -hmm. And then the beginning of the very next episode, she's like, JK, I totally had that hit go through. Yeah. And Reggie's <laughs> like, you know what? I might not be as dense as Archie, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of figured that yeah, out. It's just why. And she says, I didn't want you to judge me. Which is like, you killed your dad. Yeah, bro. You little fucking Tyrion. What's wrong with you? But I, also while all this stuff is happening, I completely forgot. That bitch-ass Glenn from the FBI this whole time, so Betty realizes she's got threat vision, and that she is almost sexually assaulted by her ex-boyfriend Glenn. Which, like, Glenn was, like, never, like, a super cool guy in any of his scenes. I thought he was more just a wormo and not a fucking... Not a horrendous creep. creep. Yeah. So, like, out of nowhere, which, like, I guess that's sort of the message. They can come from anywhere. <gasps> the creeps are everywhere. I mean, that is kind of true. You can't but... trust me. <laughs> um, you should just shoot all of them if they ever get within five feet. No. I'll get you. The all gun. right, Will I'll Smith. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. I protect my family. Um, but, oh, ooh, ooh. Never mind. We don't support that behavior. But any, we do. The, and what ends up happening after he almost sexually assaults his ex-girlfriend, um, Betty... Uh, Starts an investigation for sexual harassment against Glenn, gets rid of the other men, and now she's an all-female FBI team. Yeah. And the of female course, bureau of investigation. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Not a female body female body investigator. No. Because no, no. that is very different. No, that I was, remember those shirts. Yes, that was yes. I so what ends up happening? They've got this FBI team. They are now going into the murder of the nurse. When she saw it, used her threat vision, but mm -hmm. they end up dropping all of that because what ends up happening is that Glenn is leaving Pops and who shows up but the trash bag killer, everybody. TBK! TBK's back on the seat. And I will say that his outfit is very upsetting. He's terrifying. He's It is genuinely a very scary character. TBK's very, very scary. And what's what I thought was very fun is I kept thinking as I was seeing TBK, it was like, oh man, it feels like they like aped some of um, 
Paul Dano's Riddler for this because he looks pretty similar and he acts pretty similarly, just like it is like mannerisms. We're like, oh, no, wait, the Batman only came out like three weeks ago. There's no way they reshot these episodes to make it more like Riddler. They just happened to stumble across a very effective, scary character. They did a very good job. It's a lot of duct tape. But does he keep it on, do you think? So do you think he just really stinks? No, I don't think he keeps it. It is trash bags duct taped onto his own Into body. some sort of scuba suit. <laughs> um, no, he you know he's not. stink in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps, it keeps it fresh. Ugh. Can't let any moisture out like a Fremen from Dune. <laughs> um, no, I think he changes it. Because you see that he's that guy, Dennis, who was on the construction crew in episode two. The one who gives Archie the palladium. He's wearing regular clothes there. At least he's got like a trash bag diaper on underneath. That's him. not him. Yes, it is. No way. What do you mean that's not him? I think it's one of his ghoulies. I don't. You think it's one of the ghoulies? No, I think it's one of his ghoulies. Okay, so you're using lowercase g ghoulies. Yes, thank you. No, it's not. <laughs> because in the next scene, we're jumping to episode no two. There's no way that that's him. It's 100% him. No. This is the craziest thing you've ever said. Wait, you, you really think that just some, some old guy is TBK? Yeah, that's who most serial killers are. Some old guy. No way. He's bigger than that. I think he's got to be stronger than that. I mean, he was doing construction. That guy was kind of weenie to be TBK. He's so much bigger. I or is it that many bags that are wrapped around I think it's him? a lot of bag padding. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're going to get there in just a second. <laughs> because now my mind has been blown. Because we didn't talk about, I did name drop Percival Pickens, but I will say that that's about it. Because, of course, the explosion happened inside of Archie's home. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, I did forget to say that Molly Ringwald finally shows up and was like, I bet it was Fred that was taking care of you and it protecting was you. It wasn't your fucking father. It was superpowers. He's a superhero now, mom. Yeah, ghosts aren't real. Superpowers are real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I forgot that they did. Like the, the line that they had of just like, yep, Magic does exist here now. Yes, it was so funny. Doesn't it? It's, it's Britta. Yeah, it's uh, Abigail explaining it to Britta. Mm. It's like, well, as you can see, my young ward, I'm magic and now magic's here. Uh -huh. And Britta's like, oh, 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 cool. As if she wasn't sitting in on the curse being spoken just days prior. I mean, that's just like three women reading an parchment. You right. don't know that the curse is doing stuff until it's doing stuff. You're damn straight, and it certainly is doing stuff. Now, we don't know who Percival Pickens is, but he did try to buy Archie's childhood home. Yes. And they were like, nah, dude, it just got all exploded, and like, we're not yeah. gonna sell this to you right yeah. now. Yeah, and then right afterward, Archie says, don't sell it to this random British man who walked into our house who we've never met before. But also, who is random British man? But please, keep saying. Sell it to me. I still have my army money, and I never touched the college fund you, you and dad put together for me, which is the least surprising thing I've ever found <laughs> out. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Of course you didn't, Archie. That's no surprise there. So now Archie owns the house, but why did she even sell it to Archie in the first place? Like, what does it fucking matter? Yeah, I don't... That's gonna... That has to come into play at some point because Percival Pickens, they are now... I'm assuming they are setting him up to be a new big bad. Yes. So in... All right, so jumping to episode two, 
right? There's yeah, AKA the, episode seven. Yes, episode yes, episode two of the, of the two that we're talking about. Yes. Um, there is another city council meeting of the four random people that were just assigned to be God, run the town for random. no reason whatsoever. There's, and also, there's the gang leader, the house mom, the girl who owns the diner who's never lived here before. You know, the real pillars of the community. Yeah, and and a uh, a runaway from prison. Oh, Uncle Daddy, I forgot Uncle Daddy's on the couch. So, <laughs> I also, I did kind of forget that Veronica did stand up at this council meeting and was like, so my dad got, like, murdered, but... Yeah, just so you guys were, in case you guys were wondering. And no one else shows up <laughs> to the funeral except for Reggie. Like, none of her friends. Yeah, go she to made the an announcement at at the city council meeting, which is still being held in the El Royale Boxing Club. Ah, uh, yes, where the orphans used to live. Where the orphans used to live, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that meeting that Percival Pickens walks, uh, like stands up and introduces him to the town and says, I'm very British and I have ideas for your town and I would like to be- do my British ideas wow. for your town. I don't think he was that refined, but yes. It's exactly how he sounded, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're right. I am a stoner and I was mistaken. Uh, so he, what? ends up happening with him is that he is also so now that abigail aka cheryl is trying to figure out what happened to all of the people that never left the town in 150 friggin years is that how long ago she was i mean i'm gonna assume 18 we were burning people at the stake in 1870 i don't know what they we had telegrams it's riverdale jeff (laughs) i don't know what they do over there So now that this dude shows, why, what year do you think it is? I mean, we were burning, first of all, there were never any witches burned in the United States. That never happened. And then secondly. This is the podcast for this. Yes. And secondly, I care about history. (laughs) (laughs) We only hung witches here. Never burned them. And it was like before America was even America. Well, everybody burned her alive. Okay. And now she's pissed and she wants to go get back at everybody. I would too. And she especially wants to get back at Percival Pickens because Percival Pickens was one of the mm, religious guys. Do they say explicitly state that in the episode? I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. I, mean, so, I don't think I would make that up. Because I remember that they had like flashbacks to each other time that Abigail recognizes someone, but they didn't have a flashback for him. However, um, Alice Cooper after being after uh, Percival introduces himself at the ma- at the meeting, she's like, "Are you related to General blah 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 Pickens?" Yes. Um, Percival Pickens makes his introduction, and yes, Percival promises he's not there to cause trouble, but with luck and hard work, Riverdale could become one of the greatest and most prosperous towns in America. And I think that he is a. Witchfinder General. He has to. He has to be. Which he's is going. A, he's going to go after Abigail. Which is a real job people used to have, and I frankly think we need to get back to it. Jeff Build back better. We need more witchfinders. No, there's witches out here. You need to cut them out. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> Are you a witch hunter general? No, a, I would divorce you if I find out that you are, and I need you to know this no, now. No, I'm not. No. Okay. No, no, that's all you need to know. 
Well, don't worry about it. Percival Pickens is going to be coming after us all pretty soon. But I am. All you witches better watch out. Whoa. And I'm looking forward to Abigail. Um, probably, I'm going to assume at some point, killing him uh, very slowly. Yes. Let's get a rule. And that's going to be awesome. Because this whole episode, Abigail's also been trying to win back. Thomasina, even though, oh, she's with somebody, oh, she's got a baby. Yeah, exactly, And she doesn't yes. care about those things. She wants Thomasina back. Mm -hmm. Pretty great. But while all of this is happening, now Veronica's trying to deal with the death of her father, quote unquote. And I will keep saying quote unquote <laughs> because I don't think that he's dead. I mean, where I did it happen? She received In the Pine a, Barrens of New Jersey. She received a voicemail of him right before he was murdered, he sounded completely fine. I mean, I would not be shocked if he is alive. However, I would also not be shocked if Mark Consuelos could, can Mark Consuelos, I mean, just could not be fucked enough to go and show up to set again. Also, if he just never wants to deal with these nerds ever again. And, that's, and that voicemail that she got was the last bit. He's like, fine. Fine, I'll get, I'll, I'll show up to the recording booth. This is the last thing. It's the last fucking thing, guys. Yes, and also <laughs> I meant to say earlier when you, uh, when, when they put Nana Rose in the bale of hay room, <laughs> in the hay Hill, room, it was because she had referred to Thomasina, aka Tony, as Serpent Trash. Oh yeah, man. She's still she's a loyal girl. I like that. I like yeah. that about Abigail. What does Abigail say? I will have Riverdale back in my thrall. I will have my revenge on the offspring of my enemies. But first, I will have Thomasina back by my side and death to anyone who stands in my way. It is shocking because Abigail is literally no different from Cheryl. She just now needs to be introduced to characters instead of knowing who they are. Yes, and she's now explicitly magic instead of implied magic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm completely here for it. Though. I love it. All I've wanted was this show to start doing some crazy bullshit that makes no sense. F previously, they were trying to justify their crazy bullshit, and I think that was a mistake on their part. I think the show should just be a constant stream of um, inexplicable gobbledygook being shot at our eyes at 300 frames a second for 22 weeks out of the year. Yeah, Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But what other things go down at the funeral of Hiram Lodge? Oh, well, it's important to note that at the funeral... Abuelita cannot know that Veronica killed her mm -mm. son. But her godson 
totally can. He's fine with it. Eraldo, cousin Eraldo comes into town. And uh, man, it's really crazy how um, just the the way that it makes me think of my mom going mozzarella whenever she uh, is about to put some mozzarella onto something. Um, Geraldo comes in. He's very quiet. We don't know why. Why is he so quiet, Jeff? Is it because he's also a killer? Uh, yes. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. If someone's quiet in this show, they're a criminal. They're a criminal, or they are um, a previous criminal like Uncle Daddy, who is also very quiet, even though he was just stooping Alice Cooper, but maybe they dropped that? Or was that in Rivervale? Oh, God. That I don't remember. I think that was a Riverdale thing. I think it was happening. Dale or Vale? Dale. Oh. I think that was happening last season. Who knows? Interesting. Who knows what happens in this world? I literally am supposed to be the one that is supposed to keep track of these things. And I've got this steel trap steel up trap. here. Steel trap. He's got the steel trap. So what ends up happening? Hermosa, blood for blood, <laughs> sends the same Russian killer after Veronica. But what ends up happening? Eraldo comes in, shoots him in the head before mm-hmm. he can kill Makes a truly remarkable shot because he shoots her, he shoots the Russian killer from the floor of the casino up through the window, like a floor above and like 60 feet away. Center of the fucking forehead. Incredible shot. Geraldo's an unstoppable killing machine. So don't worry, Veronica ain't dead yet, but she does know that Edmonsa is now going to be going after her blood for blood. Thank God that we couldn't keep Mark Consuelos in the show so we could just have Veronica and Hermosa going after each other. Just uh, over and over again. I didn't even bring up the fact that Hermione came back for a little bit, but she's on the Real Housewives right now. So um, I loved it. Hermione, honestly, I kind of love her character now that she is a Real Housewife. I think it really made, like they really just dropped all of how badass she is and just made her such a vanilla character. Yes, she's She's lost all pretense of being badass. She used to be mayor. She's an incredibly accomplished woman. Man, remember when she was stupping that hot sheriff? Oh, fuck yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, bro. But a season and a half on Real Housewives that she's lost any credibility and she's just like an empty-headed, vapid woman who is weirdly super cool with the fact that Veronica had... Hiram murdered. You know, well, in her brain, she quote, the man that she loved died years ago. So, but in a much more real way, he died a couple Just nights ago when died. her daughter had him He's murdered. Possibly, maybe dead, quote unquote. <laughs> so now, ooh, do you think she's not crying as much because she knows Hiram's not really dead? It could be that, or it could just be the plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> that maybe her eyes just can't quite. She's had too many facelifts and stretches and Botoxes that those ducts don't pour yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're stretched too tight. Yeah, I get that. I've heard that that happens. Yeah, I've been there before. Sometimes your ducts get too tight. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and while all of this is happening, they're having the funeral. They're getting through it. Um, Abuelita is really sad. But TBK is still out for revenge. Hell yeah, he so is. he goes after Glenn. He kills Glenn. And through this whole episode, or no, he doesn't kill Glenn. No, he kills Glenn. But he, before that, he was sending pieces of Glenn to Betty. It's my favorite ska album, Pieces of Glenn. Pieces of Glenn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's not ska. No, I was thinking of Pieces of You. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, so Betty looks TVK through, is a torturer. He is. Betty looks through photos of Glenn's car when she gets a package. She opens up and finds a bloody and severed foot. <laughs> so she doesn't think that Glenn was killed. TBK is keeping him somewhere and dismembering him piece by piece. It's his preferred method of killing. So the victims suffer. So even without a mask, Betty should be able to see his threat vision. Absolutely. So she ends up getting... She has an interaction with TBK, mm-hmm. but she doesn't see any threat vision on him. No murder vision with TBK. No. So does it mean that he's not going to threaten her? Well, no. He says when a little bit later, when he goes after Archie, he says, I'm Betty's blind spot, which what? Betty's blind spot. He's been fucking surveilling her that closely he that he is intimately acquainted with her murder vision or maybe is he archie i don't There's think no that's, archie. that's but what if he's archie i mean that would be incredible but i <laughs> i wish that was true so you really think it's that old guy yeah okay, we need to talk about the palladium so uh, <laughs> obviously we gotta talk about the palladium yes so archie puts together a nice little ragtag group of uh, volunteer construction workers because to help he's non-unionized the construction he's not company. union which you know what archie join a union they've got great benefits unions are the backbone of society union membership has dropped Whoa, down to six percent right, of Let's the united states the what it used to be a 36 percent back in the 1950s palladium is his kryptonite jeff I'm just saying, I'm pro-union. I feel like you don't <laughs> care that Palladium is his kryptonite. I care deeply. And someone, that information is going to get into the wrong hands. Because they're superheroes now. But then... It immediately fell into the hands of a serial killer. Though. Immediately fell into the hands of a serial killer. I, it's got to be, but I feel like at some point, Abigail Blossom is going to find out because she's got those Palladium mines underneath the maple groves that I think that she's going to end up using that against them because she's going to go after them because they are her enemies. But do you think that the ghost or the spirit of Cheryl Blossom is going to help defend them from the maple groves? Maybe that she won't be able to mine the palladium because it's like a piece of her. I mean, I don't know about that. I think that <laughs> you are Cher- dismissing. I'm not. I'm not dismissing it. I think that Abigail. There's probably going to be some sort of climax where she's had Betty and Ju- or Betty and Archie kidnapped and held in the mines so that they can't use their powers. And oh, there, oh, that's really. I think good. that the like mines the kryptonite are, thing. It's a cave of kryptonite. Cave of kryptonite. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of. Isn't there like a kryptonite uh, prison? Not that a, they put Superman in? You know what? I'm going to say yes. Thank you. Because you can't prove me wrong and you never know. I think that sounds good. <laughs> I think that. I think Lex Luthor, I'll write you a letter. You should do that because I bet it will. He's listening. Yeah. He's I one. know. He's a huge Shout fan. out to Mr. Luther, our number one fan. Thank yep, you for thank listening. You. We appreciate it. Sorry we're a week late, but don't worry. We got here. We're and here. that's what matters most. <laughs> so, yeah, the plans were our predictions for what's going to happen. Oh, God, we didn't even finish up with what um, TBK did. So TBK is actually the construction worker. Jackie does not believe he's actually the construction worker. I don't think it's the actual construction worker. I mean, I think it obviously is that construction worker. Well, because we didn't even end up saying that, like, it's because he finds this construction worker finds Palladium. You can't hear. Can you hear her roll her eyes when she says He's so small. There's no way it's TBK. (laughs) 
There's no way it's TBK. Go on. So this small construction worker goes, hey, boss. That's I not, found this palladium. It's not even close. <laughs> so you found this palladium and it goes, it's worth a lot of money, do you know? If you find the other piece, I'll split it with you. Is KJ Appa in the room? <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> yeah, he's here. That's him. Hell yeah. So he offers to split it with this guy. He ends up finding, and then he starts realizing because he gets hurt because he falls through the floor. Yeah. And he gets hurt and it's like, oh, it's because he had the palladium in his pocket. It's his kryptonite. So when the dude, he, this is after Archie ends up getting a call from TBK saying, you like, I'm going after you next because he's going after everyone that's connected to Betty. I'm going to go after you next. But somehow he knows about the Palladium because he uses that to take him. And oh, my God, I forgot. about. Well, the no, dog. you know that he definitely knows about the Palladium kryptonite because there's a scene where Archie's explaining. I fell through the floor and like it hurt. Um, you That's why see, I don't think it's a construction. No, at worker. the end of that scene, you see him moving. Yes, which means that he's just stalking them. He was stalking Betty. Overheard that conversation. Knows that they've got powers. Knows that the Palladium is a kryptonite. But if he's stalking them, why would TBK go and offer his donated services to rebuild his home so he could get closer? Mm, I don't know. If but he's also, that smart. okay, another thing. You know how the show is like just like lousy with references. True. TBK is obviously. A reference to BTK, BTK, yes, whose real name was Dennis Raider. Okay, and what is the name of that construction worker? I don't know. Dennis. How did you know that? Steel trap. Oh God, <laughs> oh, he's got his steel trap. You should be scared of me. No, I'm not scared of you. You're too nice. You use your steel trap only for good. You're just like Superman. I'm just like Superman. So then, what ends up happening is TBK. Ha yeah. ends up Dennis shows up and he's like hey boss I found more of that palladium and he's like oh cool and then he cracks him over the head with a fucking bike branch I think he was paid to do it I think that is I think that is incorrect I don't agree with you <laughs> I guess we're that. gonna end up having to see I guess we're gonna end up having to see interesting so then Archie finds himself all like you think he'd drag him to a different place and not just put him up in the fucking attic of his own tie home. him up in the attic so he ties him up in the attic and he's got all these tools and he's like oh Archie you're gonna see I'm gonna use these tools and you're gonna be upset <laughs> But guess what ends up happening? Because this entire time, bingo, yes, the dog, whose four legs, a.k.a. 28 legs, <laughs> had been broken earlier. Magically, his legs healed, and he'd been living next door at Alice Cooper's house, but Alice Cooper, fuh, had had enough with the dog. <laughs> she didn't want the dog in the house anymore, so she leaves the dog inside of the house. Bingo goes upstairs, go looking for Archie. Bingo remembers his dog fighting days. Remembers his dog fighting days, so... Remember when Archie broke up a dog fighting league? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't remember until Archie then said, Bingo, kill. And so I'm bingo, sorry, say it more like KJ. Yeah. Bingo, kill. <laughs> Usually I leave the KJ um, impersonations to MJ, so I try to do my best. So bingo jumps on him 
and pushes him through the wall. Tackles him through a wall. And so BTK, I'm sorry, TBK gets thrown through the wall of a home and onto the ground and he ends up escaping and Bingo's just like, I did it. He goes, I remember my my dog fighting days. Hell yeah, dude. But now he's got superpowers. Super dog. Super dog. He's like, honestly, another reference to fucking Superman, Crypto the Wonder Dog. Oh, does he have a super dog? There is a super dog. That's really fun. It's pretty sweet, actually. He could fly, too. That's all. I mean, I think that Bingo might be able to fly. God, that would rule. At least a little bit. That would make sense why he didn't fall out the fucking house after he knocked TBK through the wall. And then through all of the upsetting side story of Jughead, it finally comes to a Jughead at Whoa. the end of the episode when all of a sudden he can hear uh, Tabitha behind him. And he's like, oh my God, I can hear you. And he gets up and then turns out. <gasps> he can hear her thoughts. thoughts. It and was I'm amazing. I'm not talking about that hoe over there. I'm <laughs> talking about what's inside her brain. Yep. And now all three of, I'm sorry, all four of them have superpowers. What the fuck was in the bomb that <laughs> exploded? And why do they have Superpowers. I don't where is know. this going to go? Is it Witch Hunter General? It's good. I think the witch. All right, if we're throwing predictions out, because you've got okay. I just real quick, Percival Pickens, right? Witch Hunter General came into the house that was not his, that had just been exploded, and said, "Can I buy this house? There must be a reason. There's definitely a reason for it. So I don't know. Like, was it the Ghoulies plus somebody else? I don't know. I mean, you remember that the um, the impetus behind Rivervale. Impotent? <laughs> <laughs> the impetus. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my the impetus. <laughs> the impetus. The impetus behind Rivervale was that the explosion had created some sort of break in the universes. And okay. now Rivervale was a separate re- universe that had broken off of Riverdale. Okay. Right? So you think the powers come from Rivervale? Yes. Oh. I think that. In the multiverse splitting and then closing back in on itself with Jughead placing that call to save Archie and Betty's life, Jughead ended up letting, like, other multidimensional Jughead let magic things get through. Magic, obviously, in the form of Abigail Blossom and also in the form of comic book superpowers. Oh, so do you think that they're going to maintain the superpowers through the rest of the season? I hope so. I really do. Do you think other people are going to also get superpowers? I don't know. Because I don't, hear me out. I don't want it to become just another CW show, though. No, I don't either. I want it to be a couple of people with superpowers. Obviously, they're going to, like, hit a bunch of, like, the superpowered arcs. Archie's probably going to amass another uh, army of orphans to uh, become oh vigilantes God, with another, him. Are there more secret orphans in Riverdale? Archie will be on his, I think, 12th vigilante army. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think uh, Jughead is going to use his mind reading powers to do some sort of like super covert journalism shit. He's going to be like a spy journalist. Um, and I, but Betty's obviously going to use it for more murder vision. Well, because she's about to, Betty's about to leave town because she's trying to draw TBK out of Riverdale. We, is she still going to follow through with that? You think? I think so. Oh man. And then she said she's going to circle back, which I don't know what that means. Uh, that's Isn't called, he just going to follow you back? So I think that that's called a vacation. <laughs> she's going to go out and then she's going to kill TBK. 
she might be trying to do that. So hopefully we get some. It was, Is it Hal Sparks? No. Not Spark Sparks. <laughs> It's definitely not Hal Sparks. I've done it so many times. <laughs> I think about Hal Sparks too. I think I think about Hal Sparks more than Hal Sparks thinks about Hal Sparks. No one thinks about Hal Sparks this Hal much. Cooper. Her father. I right, because he's so protective. Is it an uncle of some sort? Whoa. You think that Dennis, the construction uh, worker, <laughs> is somehow maybe related? Right. I mean, that would be pretty sweet. Right? That would be pretty sweet. Because he's very protective of her. And I mean, she's the only one that has gotten away from TBK. This and in true. my heart of hearts, I wish it was an alter ego of Betty. Yeah, but... But we know that it's Now not. that we've had a scene with both of them in the same scene, we know that he's... that. TBK I mean, is not great bad. if it was all inside of her mind, though. That would rule, God, like a high tension thing. Yes. Oh my God, sweet. that would be sick. But I'm pretty sure it's not that. No, no. I guess no. it's Dennis, the construction worker. <laughs> <laughs> what is this look? <laughs> what is this? I Sass. believe you and I support you. It doesn't and sound like I it. believe in all of you guys and I support all of you guys. And I don't know if I support every single decision uh, of the Riverdale writers, but I do know that I am here for it contractually until, <laughs> don't worry, got picked up for another season. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Where are they going to go next? I wonder if like they're all just like, like, I feel like at this point, the writers are probably like, please don't bring it back. Like, we don't know where it's going to go. Superpowers? I mean, they may. Did you expect superpowers? I mean, we've always joked that something crazy like that was going to happen. But like, now it's superpowers. Now it's now superpowers. Now anything's on the table. And I can't wait. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you for having For me. joining us. And uh, any last final predictions? Last final predictions. I think that there's going to be a magic fight Ooh. between Abigail and uh, Percival. Okay. I think that's going to happen. And I think that there's going to be some sort of like um, Avengers Defenders fight with, oh with Archie, Betty, and Jughead versus Ghoulies. Ooh, okay. Or that, ooh, maybe Percival Pickens will help them try to defeat the... Uh, powers of abigail blossom but then they realize percival pickens is also evil well you think they get hoodwinked by the witch i think there's witch gonna, fighter general i think there's gonna be double i keep saying witch fighter general we don't know this for sure yet i think i think that i like it though i hope so i think i like it and i love you guys so much thank you so much for joining us on riverdale roundup and thank you so much jeff for joining us. Who knows? You might be back next time. Who knows? I don't have a baby or grad school. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Love you guys so much. We'll talk to you next Love week. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide 
at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.